Good morning, City Church. This is Julie Davis bringing you a moment of sanity at the start of your day, a moment of truth from God's Word, a moment of grace. If you've been tuning in to this week's episodes, then you already know that we're focusing in on prayer, specifically praying the Psalms. A few weeks ago in our Sunday formation class on this subject, we looked at Psalm 139. I describe this prayer as the Mr. Rogers Psalm. At first glance, it's got all the feel-good, self-esteem-boosting language that Fred himself loved to lavish on us through the TV screen. I'll read for us now verses 13 through 16, and you'll see what I mean. For you formed my inward parts. You knitted me together in my mother's womb. I praise you, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Wonderful are your works. My soul knows it very well. My frame was not hidden from you when I was being made in secret, intricately woven in the depths of the earth. Your eyes saw my unformed substance. In your book were written, every one of them, the days that were formed for me, when as yet there was none of them. For me, these verses were a comfort during my teenage years. It provided a balm of encouragement and reassurance in moments when I was deeply frustrated with my body. It still does, actually. Bodily disenchantment for me surfaced as I was training for a career as a ballet dancer. In addition to the stereotypical struggles with weight and body image that plague most teenage girls, and really all of us at one point or another in our lives, my discouragement extended even down to the joint level. There are aspects about my bone structure that made achieving ballet technique pretty much impossible. One example of this is what's called turnout. In order to create certain lines that make the art form beautiful, ballet dancers are supposed to be able to rotate their legs outwardly to make a 180-degree line from toe to toe. Picture the way ducks walk. That's it, except gracefully and without waddling. In my early teenage years, I was so determined to make my body fit this standard that I would occasionally masking tape my feet together at night and try to sleep on my stomach in a frog-like position in hopes that it would stretch my body to get that perfect turnout. Now, 20 years later, I can assure you that this choice was neither effective nor wise for achieving long-term health. If you don't believe me, just ask my physical therapist. These hip flexors don't lie. Turning back to our psalm, I'm sure you can understand how encouraging it was to remember the reality that my body was made by God on purpose with the exact limitations that he planned. However, more recently, I've seen how the grounding work of Psalm 139 is actually a lot richer than simply focusing on how wonderful we are, even though verse 14 tells us that's true. This is where the Mr. Rogers approach falls short. The problem with stopping there simply with self-love is that we get locked into an unstable, egocentric perspective. The impetus is on us to maintain that wonderfulness. Or maybe we put that pressure on others to approve of us so that our self-worth stays intact. But as you read the entire passage, maybe on your own at some point today, 
Notice that God is the subject. David speaks of himself, but all within a posture of submission and awe for God. Ultimately, as Christians, our comfort and security comes from centering our understanding of ourselves on God's character, power, and trustworthiness as a loving father. When our prayers bring us into that focus, the result is a confident yet submissive connection to him and his purposes. In his book, The Freedom of Self-Forgetfulness, Tim Keller describes this type of humility. He says, it's not about thinking more of yourself or less of yourself. It's about thinking of yourself less. When we submit to God's lordship over our bodies and minds, we're acknowledging as David did in verse six, such knowledge is too wonderful for me. It is high. I cannot attain it. It's in these types of prayers that we remember that we are not God, nor are we the designers or creators of ourselves. And praise be to him for that. What's amazing is that the result of this ego resetting prayer is neither overinflated pride nor deflation of our self-esteem. And it doesn't stop at our earthly embodiment either. Because of Jesus's humility and obedience unto the cross, our confidence is now extended into eternity. Through him, we'll have the rightful pluck to walk right up to the throne of God and know that our name is on the guest list to live with him forever. Beat that, Mr. Rogers. Thanks for your time this morning, friends. Stay well and do good. Good Morning City Church is a weekday podcast produced by the staff and members of City Church of Richmond, located in Richmond, Virginia. To learn more about us, please visit citychurchrva.com. That's C-I-T-Y-C-H-U-R-C-H-R-V-A.com. And thanks for listening.